A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Summer always causes a spike in electricity bills as we try to keep our houses cool, but high energy bills are always a reality for farmers. I'm Allison Lund for the Midwest Farm Report, and I spoke with Scott Sanford, Emeritus Extension Ag Engineer at UW-Madison. He outlines what energy use looks like on a typical Wisconsin dairy farm. You know, basically it's animal housing and milking. And in that regard, we have uh, refrigeration to cool the milk after it's harvested. We have vacuum pumps or a vacuum pump that... uh, is used to extract the milk from the cow. We have a hot water heater for washing. We have fans to keep the cows and people cool. And we have some lighting. And then there's feeding equipment and sometimes some manure equipment. And then there's a little bit of miscellaneous energy use. So those are the main, main ones that are used for dairy cattle. So it sounds like there's really a lot of components that are going into the farm and a lot of stuff that is going to be sucking energy. Do you have sort of figures on what that cost breakdown looks like, maybe month by month for the farm, and how does that compare to household energy needs? It's pretty stable on a farm with the exception of ventilation, uh, typically, but let me give you a comparison. And, And this is all electricity for the most part. Sometimes a hot water heater may be LP gas or oil, but kind of in percentages, about 19% is used for milk cooling, 28% is water heating, 16% is, is ventilation, 13 is uh, vacuum pump, 18% is lighting, and we have 2% for feeding, 3% for manure, and about 1% miscellaneous. On a typical household in Wisconsin, we use somewhere around 8,500 to 10,000 kilowatt hours per year on average household, uh, per electricity. And then for heating, we use, and the equivalent of an LP gas, uh, we'd use about 1,000 to 1,100 gallons of LP gas per year. For a dairy farm, we're going to use somewhere, a typical dairy farms going to use somewhere around uh, 800 to 1,500 kilowatt hours per cow per year. So one dairy cow is equal to about one month of energy use on a average household. They work pretty hard. They, they produce about 10 gallons of milk a day or about 300 gallons of milk a month per cow. And that equates in electrical energy use to about a quarter of a kilowatt hour per gallon of milk that's used at the farm level. And once it goes to the milk processor, there's other energy that gets put into it to pasteurize it and bottle it and all that kind of thing. You keep it cool. But that's a kind of a rough That really puts things in perspective, you know, comparing a cow to a month of energy use in the house. And with summer here already, does that bring about additional energy use, you know, to keep things cool? And how does that impact the farmer? Uh, Yeah. So during the summer, if we get really hot weather, so cows like weather, they're happy at 55 degrees. Uh, When it gets above about 70, 75 degrees, they start feeling the heat. And uh, farmers will use ventilation to keep them cool. And so that drives their energy costs up in the summer. Of course, that's the same time when people like to get be cool, too. So that can stress uh, a utility from that respect. 
Yeah, I know over the summer months, myself especially in my apartment, I complain about the increased cost of electricity to keep it cool, but I can only imagine that that cost is multiplied for the farmer. Uh, yeah, because you've got, uh, you know, you got fans that uh, each would have about one horsepower of uh, energy power being being used by them. So, uh, yeah, it can add up pretty quick. When things are hot, they're running those fans 24 hours a day uh, to keep those cows cool. Because even though it may cool down at night, the heat stress lags in cows. So often you need to run the fans during the night to uh, get them cooled down from the being overheated during the day. I can imagine that it takes quite a bit to keep these cows cool over the summer months. And shifting away from cattle, what does energy use look like on a grain setup? A grain farm um, or for field crop production, we got two scenarios. One is if they're making uh, um, uh, just grain, they would. it's going to take about uh, 4.6 gallons of diesel fuel per acre. If you're doing silage, it's going to be about uh, 7.4 and the increase is because a uh, silage chopper or chopper to make silage takes a lot more energy than a combine to harvest the grain. That's equal to on a hundred cow farm or hundred acre farm. That's going to be the equivalent to about uh, sixty-seven hundred to uh, eleven hundred um, or eleven thousand gallons of gas per year. Uh, With increased fuel prices, I know that's top of mind for many people right now. How are farmers handling that? How is that affecting them? The one way to save energy on a field crop production is to go use no-till or strip-till, which could have a substantial savings. Um, But if you don't have the equipment to do that, you don't have a lot of choice at this point. Fertilizer costs is what's gone up significantly. Diesel fuel as well, but... uh, if they don't have the equipment, there's not a lot they can do. Uh, if they've got a no-till planter, they can, of course, do no-till. And that would save them, you know, about, well, it can save them uh, half to 30% on, on diesel fuel usage. Plus, it saves on uh, wear and tear of equipment and uh, labor costs as well. So that's, that's something that we've been trying to encourage every farmer to use. One, because of the economics of it, but then there's also advantages from... Uh, soil erosion standpoint as well. Raising costs are something that I feel like farmers are always facing. Uh, Do you have any tips or advice on how they can not only manage raising fuel and fertilizer costs, but also how they can cut back on their energy use to maybe save them a few dollars on the farm? Um, Well, for fertilizer prices, the the big thing there is to utilize manure effectively, only put on the the amount of fertilizer that's, that's economically justified and and the University of Wisconsin Extension has tools that you can look at uh, the um, cost of fertilizer plus what the expected uh, price you're going to sell the the crop for to to kind of figure out where where the sweet point is as far as optimizing the use of fertilizer. You know, we're past planting season, so, you know, as I said, no-till or strip-till is something you could use for next year. And, you know, farmer if a farmer doesn't own a a uh, strip-till unit or a, a no-till planter, you can always have that portion. Custom operators uh, could do that to uh, take advantage of that savings. So another aspect on the farm is grain drying. What does energy use look like uh, for those farmers? Okay, grain, grain drying is, is usually the second highest cost for 
producing a crop of grain. Typically, they're they're going to dry the grain down about um, eight percentage points from about 23% to about 15% for storage. So that equates on a um, 200 bushel per acre uh, yield. That equates to about 1,150 uh, pounds of water to remove. A um, typical drain, grain dryer that's used today, that would be equivalent to about 34 gallons of LP gas or about 3,400 uh, gallons per 100 acres of, uh, of crop ground. So it's a substantial amount. The good thing is that there are some new high-efficiency dryers out there that could save you about 30% on uh, the cost of drying grain. So that somebody's looking to save there, that's a good in, good investment. That is a nice option to have. And with that, do you have any other tips for cutting back on energy use on the farm? Just some simple advice that farmers could take up? So one, one really simple thing is to change your lighting out to LED lighting. Uh, LEDs are a new type of lighting. They're 80 to 90 percent more efficient than the standard incandescent bulb. And they have a much longer life. So an average incandescent bulb is about 1,000 hours uh, a year or maybe 2,000 if you buy a high, a long life one. Whereas the LED lights, they're in the neighborhood of, of 10,000 to 25,000 hours and some are up to 100,000 hours of uh, expected life. So that's, that's a really uh, good investment that pays back really rapidly. You know, if you're on a dairy farm, there's, there's many different things. Uh, well water pre-coolers are one option. That, can t- coupled with a, uh, a variable speed milk c- pump, can uh, reduce your, your uh, cooling costs by about, uh, or refrigeration costs by about 60%. Hot water heating, if you don't already have a refrigeration heat recovery unit, it takes the uh, heat from cooling milk and, and uh, transfers that heat into hot water. They can save about 50% energy costs. With ventilation, uh, buying high-efficiency fans can save about 20%. And then with uh, uh, vacuum pumps on a dairy farm, uh, getting a variable speed unit to put on a vacuum pump can save anywhere from 30 to 80% in energy costs. So that's uh, pretty substantial. But those are just some, some of the things that can be, be done, and, and most of them have uh, very good paybacks, usually less than five years. I feel like we've covered many aspects of energy use on the farm and some tips for cutting back on energy use. Is there anything else I missed or anything else you'd like to share with me, Scott? Management on a farm can have a, a big effect on on energy use, too. Just uh, one's what they invest in and, and two, how they manage and maintain those pieces of equipment. Most high-efficiency equipment doesn't require a lot of, a lot of management, but it does require maintenance. So things like fans, making sure they're they're clean and and belts are in good condition, those types of things. With the refrigeration systems, getting the uh, uh, heat exchanger part of it uh, cleaned once or twice a year, um, you know that can save three to five percent. So maintenance would be another another thing. And and farmers don't have a lot of time, so it's kind of prioritizing that that's important. And and some of that you can be um, you can get uh, service providers to to help uh, do that kind of work. 
Scott Sanford, Emeritus Extension Ag Engineer at UW-Madison, with a look at how farmers can cut energy costs. Household energy costs may spike over the summer months, but farms consume lots of energy year-round to keep us fed, so summer energy cost spikes are felt by them as well. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.